The cost of not having peace of mind is huge. It eats away at our calmness our jo- and ultimately our joy. So how do we get peace of mind? In this episode, together with the Wednesday night group, we look at two practical ways of how to achieve peace of mind. Welcome back. I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up podcast, where we share short, relatable wisdom that you can take to add more joy, more happiness, more meaning, and more love to your lives. Thank you for listening. Let's talk about peace of mind. <laughs> and the, I guess the first question is, what's the cost of not having peace of mind? Stress. <laughs> Stress, anxiety. 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 What else? Um, not being happy. Ooh. Happiness. Yes, it's interesting because I don't think that, um, do you think peace of mind is the same as happiness? At least they can go hand in hand, can't they? So when you say it linked, what do you mean? They go hand in hand. I feel like you've got, you just more... You've got more like capacity to be happy, I guess, if you're not worrying about. It's interesting what you're saying is is because like I was talking to um, another coach today um, in a different area, and I was I was I was I was saying like a lot of the reason why people refer to to their friends and their family to work for me is if let's say they're having problems in the parenting, it's very rarely because they don't know what to do with it. They like they they need to know what to do. It's more about like. <coughs> The not knowing if I'm doing the right thing, right? The thing that keeps us up at night and the thing that makes us feel down is not so much like, okay, this is happening. I need an answer for X, Y, Z. But it's more like, am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know, like that that um, that conflict that we have within ourselves when we don't have peace of mind. So what 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 leads us to peace of mind? And anyone that's joining on Instagram or on Zoom, you are welcome to to join in and um, and comment as well. Um, what what can give us what le- gives us peace of mind? Knowledge and confidence. Mm, Knowledge and confidence. Okay. Seeing results, like positive results. <clears throat> it's interesting that maybe. it's interesting that because can can I can I ask you a question on that? And I'm going to ask this to everyone that's joining. Does seeing results? <laughs> necessarily lead to um, peace of mind if it's, if, it's, if it's what you want if, it, if they're the results you want yeah 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 as in if my child's not eating mm. and then um they start eating I see the results it gives me peace of mind that oh they're healthy they're yeah. growing they're, they're on their path yeah. yeah right and then what usually happens <coughs> next they regress and the next day they don't like regress them. or something else happens right it's 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 interesting i was talking to someone and um you know like she was working towards something and she achieved it and then it was like okay fine so you've achieved it like that's great and she's like yeah but i got to work on the next thing right like it's almost like if you have peace of mind you know the results will um feed into that peace of mind but if you don't have peace of mind it's almost like like there are people that you will get. So the question, sorry, the question is, what gives us peace of mind? What can help us get peace of mind? Um, so Yabetz is telling us stability, which you're, you're right, right? Most of us, 
most of us don't struggle although some of us even do struggle with having peace of mind when things are stable right but it's much easier to have peace of mind when things are stable but the reason that the real challenge we often have with having peace of mind is when things are not going mm -hmm. as we want them to go right yeah. and when we do have that instability in our life we do have something that we're, we're worried mm -hmm. about um so what was i saying you were saying is it that inner confidence as well if everything was going well you feel <clears throat> you you know right but what what gives us that or... in, inner confidence okay so we have faith of in god here which um i want to i want to strength. strength like inner strength right yes so inner strength gives us peace of mind agree i think disagree? you believe in yourself to have confidence that to be really strong world and yeah. also quite thick skinned. Yeah. Strong definitely thick skinned, yeah. yeah. To believe in yourself. Yes. Yes. I, I hear that. I hear all of that. Um so yeah. we we have an answer here, faith in God, which I want I wanna I wanna talk about a little bit. And um what what does it mean to have faith in God? Not what leads you know, let let's let's assume someone believes in God, but like how does faith in God lead to peace of mind? Because everything would happen for a reason. Yeah. Everything will happen for a reason. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It's, under, it's your path, it's your destiny. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's Which, meant to be happening, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So um, there's a rabbi who's called Rabbi Pesach Kron, and he travels around the world. He's a, he's a very well-known speaker. He's written a few books. Um, and he tells a story that when he was 19 years old, his father was very, very sick with cancer. And um, it, one day he, he went to his yeshiva and his rabbi said to him, his rabbi was like, how's your father? And he's a 19 year old kid and he says, um, I have faith that he's going to be okay. Right? I have faith in God that he's going to be okay. And the, the, the rabbi was very smart and he realized that here is a, 50, a 19 year old kid whose father is unfortunately very, very sick. So he, he, he called him over and he said to him, listen, that's not what faith means, right? What faith means is not that I have faith that it's going to be okay, right? And I don't know if anyone has ever been told something like, you know, when something is, when you're in that, in, 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 in unstable, unstable situation, um, situation, when you're in a situation of worry and like someone comes over to you and says, it's all going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And anyone can, has ever yeah. had that? Mm -hmm. And what's you, your kind you, of reaction? It doesn't help at the time, does it? You think, yeah. Why doesn't it help? You would in like a state anyway where you're... Right, and, and yeah, see it. like it's, it's not happened yet, so right, and and also, <coughs> like, there's a part of us that kind of says, like, what, how do you know? How do you know it's going to be okay, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, just like he, he, um, um, the Pesach was couldn't say that, you know, my dad's going to be okay, like, because he didn't know, right? Not everyone, unfortunately, who's sick recovers, and not every, you know, not everything mm -hmm. ends up as okay as as we as we want it to be so what what does it mean to have faith and then we're going to talk about how that can really be the key to having um um peace of mind so if we can't be sure that it, things are going to be okay what can we trust in hashem to make us feel you know, things are going well. 
okay worthy one so we can trust in god yes that's true question is what that like we can't trust you know let's say there's someone that's going through a difficult time right um it's it's interesting i was recently um one of my clients i was coaching them that um through they were going through ivf right and obviously it's a incredibly painful journey to go through and they i was helping them through that journey and in terms of how they were feeling not not in terms of obviously the practicalities of that and you can't tell (coughs) someone who's going through that journey you know trust that god is going to give you a baby because not everyone that goes through the journey ends up with a baby right so what can what what can a person who's going through something like that trust in so keep that question in mind and and I and, and I want I want to show you um um something. So when Yaakov um was his so Yosef was the son of Yaakov, right? And Yosef was um his brothers threw him in a pit, and then from that pit he was taken out and sold to Egypt, and he went down to Egypt. Now his father wasn't told that he was in Egypt. His father Jacob was told that he had been killed. Twenty two years later, um. The brothers have an emotional reunion, which is a whole nother story. And then Yaakov turns around to, um, Yosef invites his father, Yaakov, to come to Egypt. Now, he's going to come to Egypt and he's going to have an incredible reunion with his his son, which is amazing. But what's going to happen next? What happens next in Egypt? Lots happen in Egypt. They were slaves. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible, right? And Jacob knew this. Jacob knew that this was that it was going to be an awful, awful thing. And he he knew he knew what was going to happen. He knew that they were going to go to Egypt. That his children were going to be slaves for two hundred and ten years, and then they would come out of um, and come out and become the Jewish people. Now, if you were talking to Jacob as he's about to go down, what would you tell him? Just and also like let, let's let's imagine that this is Jacob, right? This is um you know, a holy person, someone who has faith in God and, and communicates with God, God communicates with him. Like what would what what do you think you would tell him? What, about not don't do it or just go No, just go somewhere, he, <laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> he's going down to meet his son Yosef. And he also knows that once he gets there mm. His children, his children are going to be slaves. And yet eventually it's going to end up good, right? Eventually they are going to come out of Egypt and they're going to become, they're going to get the terror and they're going to become the Jewish, the ne- the Jewish pe- um, they're going to become the Jewish people, but they're going to go through, it's, it's, a, it's a really rough ride till they get there, right? So what would you, what would you say to him? Or what would you be feeling like at that point? You'd have to say, have faith, it's all going to be okay, promise. he should have told Yosef to come to him right but that wasn't the plan the plan was that they had to go down to Egypt right and and it's it's important to know that 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 was the you're right right you you could tell him you could try and circumvent the plan say tell Joseph to come down to to come to come up to to Yaakov but that wasn't the plan right and Yaakov we have to understand that Yaakov knew he knew and he believed that it was going to be okay but still, Hashem told him, Hashem told him, have no fear about going down to Egypt, right? Why is Hashem telling him this? Because basically what Hashem is saying to him here is Hashem is saying to him, this is the plan, right? The plan is that you 
are going to go down to Egypt. Your children are going to be slaves in Egypt, right? It is part, it is the way, the process by which they are going to become the Jewish people, the light of the nation. This, it, this is part of the process, right? But Hashem told him, look, I know that you are a godly person. I know that you're a holy person. You're a righteous person. You can believe that it's all going to be good. But he's also telling him that I recognize that you're human. And as a human being, when you're heading into a distressing <coughs> situation, right, then it's normal to f have fear. Mm. So Hashem is telling him, have no fear, right? And um, I think that's, that, that's kind of the... Um, that that is really what we have to take with us right to understand when, when we say have faith in god what does it mean does it mean that faith that have faith in god is that if you pray or if you give charity to this a certain charity and you believe in god enough then god will give you what you want no that's not what it means right what have faith in god means means that i want something right whatever it is right for some people it's health for some people it's peace of mind for mm -hmm. some people it's financial stability for some people it's health of the children whatever it is like everyone has something in their life that they want and sometimes that want is desperate right it's a really 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 big want and it would be so in in some ways it's so simple to just say you know what god i believe in you enough and you're going to give it to me but we have the harder work really is the work of saying to god <laughs> that I want this desperately, right? And if it doesn't happen, I might be heartbroken. I might be heartbroken. But I know and I trust that you, God, love me and will give me what's best for me, right? Which is an incredibly, incredibly hard thing to do. But it gives a person incredible peace of mind. Why? Because what, what it's basically telling you is, you're not, it's not this false of it's going to be okay. It's saying, I don't know what's going to happen, right? And what's going to happen might not be what I want it to be. But whatever's going to happen is something that I can find meaning from. It's something that I can create meaning from. And really, um, this is when, you know, we're talking about the formation of the yeah. Jewish people. This was a lesson that was kind of like given to them right away when the Jews came out of Egypt, right? They traveled through the desert. And usually the Torah is very, very concise with the words, right? It says things like as, as in as few words as possible. When it talks about how the Jews traveled, it goes, it talks about how they traveled um, and they followed the clouds of glory. What does it mean is that whenever the clouds of glory rested, they, they, they rested. When the clouds of glory lifted, they got up and they traveled. And it says about, I think, 12 times in that paragraph, in those few paragraphs, Al Pi Hashem, according to the word of Hashem. You can wave to the audience, Rabbi Ross. <laughs> uh, I think you dropped your hat. There you go. No, that, not, definitely not my hat, but thank you. <laughs> um, so, one minute, where were we up to? The cloud. Um, the cloud, right? So, so <laughs> thank you. At least someone's listening, right? So, um, it says, according to the word of God, the Jews traveled. Why? Because they went through an exercise there of saying, God, we trust you, right? That means that sometimes, you know, they were traveling for a really long time and they wanted to rest. And the crowds rested and it was great. But sometimes they would have just settled and the clouds um, lifted. And they would pack everyone up, all the kids and everything up and, and follow the clouds, right? 
so again, it, it wasn't always what they wanted, but they were always able to kind of say, you know, <coughs> I, God, I, you know, this is what I want, but I trust that you love me, you want the best for me, and you will give me what I need, which is an incredible, incredible, incredible level to have, but it's it's also an incredible idea of, of it gives a person incredible peace of mind when when we moved to manchester about five and a half years ago mm-hmm. it was a massive change for our family and one of my rabbis was you know i was asking we moved here with at the time we had no job and we kind of like were uprooting our family at the time we were a family of eight and it was like what was going to be and he says to me he says read this book and it's a, it's, a, it's a book about it's a really big book it's called emuna with love and chickens it's a fantastic book and at the time i wasn't ready for it and I was like okay fine thank you <laughs> um you have to be in the right headspace to kind of accept something like that and then a few a couple months later it was like Yom Kippur I think a month or so later I was like okay fine now I'm ready to read it and it's a story of a woman who grew up in Brooklyn and moved to Israel her name is Rebson Henny Machlis was Henny Machlis she was the mother of like 13 kids and she was a teacher and she used to oh, it gets it gets crazier she used to open up her house to like 200 guests every Shabbat meal and like oh, she didn't know who was coming, <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, exactly. And like she wasn't working for someone with a hospitality allowance, right? This was her and her husband's thing that they did. And it, the this, this, the book is so well written because a lot of times when you read stories about that, it gives you the finished product. But this book actually talks about her struggles, right? Her, you know, like because she was a normal person who worked on herself, but. But one of the things that really stuck out with me is that she had that trust that whatever God is going to, is going to give me can be meaningful, and it gave her incredible serenity, an incredible peace of mind. Like the story there where she's like preparing a meal for you know it's a Friday afternoon and like she didn't have enough money for the chickens or the chickens hadn't showed up right. A couple of those stories and she just had that serenity to kind of say you know what. If there's supposed to be chicken to serve, it will arrive, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it and, and it did arrive. And yeah, and it came thing or someone would call up and, and offer a donation or, or, or something like that. But it's it's an incredible thing and it's not I think what, what's beautiful about this is is not so much if the chicken does or doesn't arrive, right? Because at the end of the day, most of the time, the things that we fret about, right? We end up going, you know, we end up going through in one thing, but a lot of the, the anxiety, a lot of the, the suffering yeah. is the anxiety that we feel of not knowing or whatever. But when a person knows that no matter what, I will create, I can create something meaningful from it, that, that, that gives a person peace of mind. So practically speaking, how do we do it, right? Sounds all great. Amazing, you know, sitting in sitting in the house, you've got like twenty guests coming tomorrow. You have no idea if the food's going to show up or not. Like, how do you do it? <laughs> okay, let, let let let's talk let's talk practicalities. So, I saw two part process which I thought was amazing. That number one is, and and we see this in Jewish law as well. Um, in Judaism, the concept is God created the world, which is a whole other discussion. God created the world in order to give us good, right? And that means that everything that God does is for our good, right? Nevertheless, as human beings, some of those things feel extremely distressing, right? So when a person when a person um, passes away, there is a, a blessing that we make in, in Jewish law, which is called Baruch Dayan Ha'emes. We say, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, 
but it's um and basically it means um the, the close family members make this blessing and they say basically they're saying blessed are you god who is the true judge right which which kind of and and the ble that's the bet you know we're told that in future times when 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 Mashiach comes we have a close when close understanding of god etc it'll be a different blessing but right now that's the blessing that we make why because the first step that we have to do is acknowledge that this is distressing right this is hard this is rough and a lot of times it's kind of like counterintuitive because when you're in a tough situation you kind of like try to look for the good and, and i'm not saying not being positive and not putting things in perspective but it's acknowledge this feels distressing for me right this feels distressing for me right now and once a person has kind of said to themselves you know what acknowledge this is this is distressing for me now then they can move on to step two which is know that what i'm going through i don't know what's gonna be but i know that it can be meaningful i know that whatever i'm going through i can create meaning from it right so for example what does that mean if let's say someone is going through a situation where um you know they're single right and they don't and they, they don't know if they're going to get married or not right they're single they they can't trust that they will find the right person because they don't we don't actually know what life has in store but it, it means knowing number one it's you know there is distressing to have this want in my life that's not going and it's also acknowledging that i don't know I don't know what life is going to hold in store for me, but I know that no matter what life throws at me, I can create something meaningful from it. And I want to share with you an incredibly powerful story from, I don't know if anyone here has heard about Sherry Mandel. So she lives in Israel and she is the mother of Kobe Mandel. And a few years ago, quite a long time ago, actually, um, she... Her son, Kobe, was about nine or ten years old. Him and a friend, instead of going to school, um, went on a hike. And they were um, kidnapped by Arab terrorists. Yeah. yeah. And they were unfortunately both um, vic um, terror victims and they were killed. How many years ago? A long time ago. A long, long time ago. It's, 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 a, very, it's, a, it's a very famous story. I, I have a feeling it may even have been... I don't know, 10, 15 years yeah. ago or something. Yeah, yeah. It was 20 years ago. I, I, it's I, about 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Because I was in Israel. Wow. So we're talking 20 years yeah. ago, which is the most horrific, horrific, horrific thing yeah. experience to go through as, as, as a parent, right? It's horrific. And I'm sure, it, I'm absolutely sure it was, and it still probably is in some way horrific for, <laughs> for the parents. But she went on to create an organization for, I think it's called the One Terror Fund or something like that, which helps families of terror victims in Israel. Again, what does it mean? It means, you know, she went through something horrific and yet she created something meaningful from it. And it's oftentimes we see that, I was talking to someone um, a couple of days ago and like, you know, she was probably not even, old, even older than me. <laughs> and, and like she was saying about how nice it is to be at that point in life where you can use your experiences to help other people. And oftentimes you find that the parents of the kids who have ADHD or the parents of the kids that are slightly more challenging are the ones that help other parents, right? It's kind of like our mess becomes something that we can help other people with, right? Why? Because we go through stuff 
and then we you know we grow through that stuff and then we can share that on with other people and that's part of that 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 idea in, in the peace of mind is that is that knowing that yes this is dis this is distressing for me right it, it is distressing for me yet but despite that right i will i can i can i have the ability to create something meaningful from it so that's kind of like the the two two steps to how we get peace of mind because that while it's not saying that you know it's all going to be okay because we don't know but i can still live a very meaningful life from it i can still do something very meaningful and i can still create meaning from whatever it is thank you for listening i'm currently offering all listeners a free strategy call so that you can get clarity on how you can get what you want in life. Check the show notes for how to access this offer. Thank you again for listening. Please take a moment to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and please share because sharing is caring. Thank you and have a wonderful day.